Hey everyone, JD here. 15 episodes in, we had our first technical glitch and lost like the first five minutes of this recording. I can paraphrase it really quickly. We were talking about Corona, how we have to stay inside and how we miss going out and meeting people. And where this episode starts essentially right after that and we'll uh, pick it up from there. So hope you enjoy the rest of the episode without the first five minutes. And we're back. All right. What in the world was that? Anyways. That was called technical difficulties. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, anyways, what were we talking about, right? The going out, going crazy? Yeah. 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 I just, um, yeah, I can't really go anywhere and uh, trying to figure out what to do. Yesterday, for example, we, uh, at least it was something we went to, we went to just hear, uh, couple of steps away to a little like little lake thingy and just put a towel down and start playing cards that's so nice that was that was really nice to be honest that was really nice i think we'll i'm doing it again today because that that felt very uh very relieving yeah yeah especially like the fresh air and sun is something that i think you really need once in a while otherwise it's just you go crazy at home yeah and uh <clears throat> remember our uh, colleague also that used to go on walks a lot yeah i was like i thought about that and i was like i think i might just try it because yeah and I, and I remember i used to think to myself too like why why like i don't want to go on walks like why would you want to go on walks you know and uh and i was like i just I'll, i just want to just work finish and then go but this week I've been trying it and every time I come back I feel refreshed oh nice I really really do yeah I've been going three times a day kind of and it's oh for real yeah but it's not it's not that long though it's just for a little bit like mm. five minutes and then I'm back okay. yeah so that's been that's been good nice um but yeah, lots can of you things. still go to the gym or is that also closed? No, it's closed. Everything's closed here now. They, so how do you exercise now? I got my still? yeah, I do. I got myself um, some dumbbells. Oh, nice. So yeah, and uh, and just your and a little thing like the roller stuff for the abs. Yeah, and then that's it. But no matter what, you know, getting fat. Yeah, I've it's inevitable. So the last two days, I've been actively contemplating buying a rowing machine for home. Mm, you've always I've, wanted to. Yeah, exactly. I've been talking about this for like so long. And yeah. now after four weeks just being at home, I feel like it might be the right time to just pull the trigger, go ahead, buy one and have enough, like, yeah, be able to exercise at home with a little bit more motivation, style and comfort. But yeah, yeah. What has been happening with uh, your projects? Uh, everything has been good. I haven't been able to concentrate for a couple of weeks now because it's been you know, yeah. It's crazy. But I, uh, yeah. How has the Taskfall launch been going? That went, um, well, for, for from my point of view, it went really well. But uh, from uh, the... You know, you know, I jumped yeah. in the project, the creator, yeah. creator, he, he was a bit disappointed because 
this is Taskful 3.0, more or less. Yeah. So this is the third time he's redesigned it. And the first two times he's done it, um, he had been the number one uh, product of the day. Mm. And this time it was not. Oh. Yeah. It was, was there uh, a better product of the day or? Well, um, I, I was looking through it and most of them were like COVID-19 related. So, oh, makes so sense. yeah, I, it made sense. So in that sense, it was a little bit different, but it got almost the same kind of attention as the other one. So kind of like you can measure it that way, but yeah, um, it's still some pretty, pretty interesting um, learning experiences though that came through it that I definitely didn't. Uh, didn't well I knew but I never really considered and it's something to consider for future reference when you know if you ever release or I ever release anything mm. when I should say yeah um, <laughs> but uh, anyways so he first started by because he, he just added a whole bunch of new features to GoPro like to in you know to motivate people to actually pay for the service yeah uh, to subscribe to it and he's always had it but he ha he doesn't have many um he didn't have many subscribers in the previous version but now he had a whole bunch of stuff that made it very appealing that actually is like very worth it now right mm. um, it was before but now it's like really worth it because now you are able to add your friends like be able to share your task if you're like he he his kind of motive he works out too so one of his motivations was like this would be great um now uh, because previously you couldn't do with this, but now you can, where you, if you're a personal trainer, for example, or if you're a nutritionist, mm. you yeah. can create these, uh, workout plans, or you can create these, uh, nutritional things like what to eat, for example, and you can give it to your, uh, to your clients, for example, mm. or to other people, you assign it to them and, uh, it kind of like makes a copy for themselves. Um, so that was, uh, and you can just send it off like that. You just add up all the people and you just send it off and they have it automatically. So that's really good. And that can be done with, uh, with the pro version as well as be able to join up in like categories. Um, mm. so categories is like something that you kind of like teams, I guess, if you, you could say in a way, but it's not really like you, you have your personal categories. You could have like, I don't know, um, like health, fitness, um, task around the house work, right? These are categories. And within this, you have a whole bunch of, um, to do's and within these to do's you have like subtasks as well. If you want, right, you have the task and you mm -hmm. have subtasks, but now you can have an entire category with shared people, um, which is pretty cool. And, and you can comment on things like just a whole bunch of stuff that you can do. But anyways, when he put it on product hunt, he placed it there. And, um, was, I guess, you know, showing the product was really cool, very awesome design around it. Great marketing video created. Um, but it wasn't getting much attention and he would like start freaking out and he was like, I know what it is. And he was like, people like free things, of course. And I actually yeah. tested this with, uh, with my, um, with, uh, my fellow mods from the Odin project as well and, and got great response that I posted the uh the link for product hunt and they looked and they're like, oh yeah, really good, right? But not yeah. no no response. And then he was like, look what I did in, in Taskful, like when he released the second one. And what he did was he said to everybody who comments today, 
on this product, you'll become uh, a Taskful Pro user for life. Mm. So like Taskful 2, when he released Taskful 2 like a year ago or two years ago, I think, like you can see there's like 600 and something messages. Yeah. Of like people commenting with their emails and just like, you know, and then he would just make them pro users. And this, like, this wasn't getting, it was like, you know, gaining traction and it was at number 13 product of the day. But as soon as he modified his comment and did that, it like all of a sudden started like cranking up with a whole bunch of people commenting back again. And then I posted it back again on the Odin project and was like, yeah, like if you guys comment with your emails, uh, with the taskful email, you guys would be a pro user for life. And all of a sudden people are like, oh yeah, for sure. I'm doing it. Thank you. Like I'm a sucker for free things. And it's like, like yeah. it just attracts people because they, if it's a product that you subscribe to and you get offered like for life thing, then you're like, even if I'm not going to use it, let me just, I'll just do it because it's free. Right. Just in yeah. case I like it. So then like people do it and then you might become engaged in it because you got a pro user like account. But then how big is the reach of like how many people actually kind of got reached that would contemplate like actually buying for this through the launch? Oh, he got a whole bunch of purchases as well. He's still getting, we're, we're still getting a, um, a whole bunch of subscribers now, which is nice. really great. Yeah. Cause it does offer more than it used to. So, and, uh, yeah, now there's like obviously other steps, which is finishing the, uh, the API mm. and hopefully create a, like a more complete solution where it's like, I don't know, it'd be great. What we were talking about yesterday and, and, um, he was saying like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, you know, it'd be great to have a product where it's like Slack without the bugs meet like a task management tool, you know? So it would be gro good to have that. Like if you were able to scale this up to be uh, scalable to able to chat with teams and be able to also video call or something like that. And be able to manage your tasks and stuff. But it's just it's just a thought for the future. And then the next step, obviously, like near future, where it's of a short thing is obviously the new API and then also um, the web app. Because mm -hmm. it currently doesn't have one. And uh, there have been a couple of people that have been asking for it, actually. Yeah, yeah, it makes it, sense to me. It, yeah, it makes sense because they're it, it, like everybody that I know that is huge on um, either note-taking apps or task management apps they're always they they have they have them across their devices and and they like to like be able to sync through all of them you know that's the whole purpose of having because you know if you have it only on one device like what happens if you like something happens to you know so yeah. and you're like gone so uh that's that those are the next steps the workflow that i particularly enjoy is adding notes from the phone but then having a desktop or web app to actually review everything, organize it in projects, like do all of the like cognitive tasks to plan my week, do that on a big screen, but have the ability to just add to do's whenever I have them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. So that seems, yeah, smart to do. But that's, uh, that's been, it's been happening. I've also got a great idea for something else that I couldn't shake it out of my head. And it's just something simple, but 
it'll be great to, uh, especially around this time, seeing everybody like, do you see like the skyrocket of like unemployment and just yeah. people not be able to do stuff? And it just doesn't seem like it's going towards a great direction. And it'll be great to have somewhere where people can help other people. So I was giving it some thought around some, some sort of idea around this where you're able to to build a community where it's like people helping people. Mm. Um, but I want to really like, if, if I was to do that, I would completely, um, just make sure I emphasize that it's like non-monetary, you know, yeah. like no money whatsoever. Like just things that people need. Yeah. So, I'm giving it some thought. But we'll get back to this. Uh, maybe I've seen time. some platforms pop up here that, like both in Germany, I think, and in the Netherlands, that um, started to organize, especially like neighbor uh, neighbors and neighborhoods. Exactly uh, like that. Mostly around um, helping old people that are like in the high risk group to still get everything they need. Like there's uh, specifically one platform, I think that allows people to sign up to do like grocery shopping for other people and these kinds of things. Yeah, that exists here. Um, they, uh, I think we've talked about this. They, they have like Instacart mm. here where in, I don't know about other places, but in Florida specifically, since there's a lot of retired people, yeah, these are the only ones that use it really. Uh, so even before this craziness happened, I grabbed an Uber one day to like, go to the airport, I think. And I was talking to the Uber driver. And she was telling me how before Uber, she was doing uh, somewhere else uh, in Southwest Florida, where it's like mm. where most of the retired, like all people go. Mm. There's like an actual like concentration of them here. Uh, when she yeah. was living there, she was telling me that she used to do Instacart and it was only for like all people. And they would mm. actually, I'm guessing this doesn't happen now, of course, with all this craziness. But at the time she said that it was great because they even tipped you um, because they would ask you if you could please help them put everything on their fridge. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And then they'll like tip you again. So, yeah. So there's, there's definitely solutions for that here that are, that are happening. Nice. Out of goodwill. I'm not sure though. Like if, if that's the, what you're saying, the solutions or, uh, things that have popped up in Germany, maybe that's out of like goodwill. Yeah. It's pretty much like neighbor yeah. to neighbor and. Yeah, um, yeah, really as a response to the crisis, not for anything else. Yeah, and especially like I think services like Instacart, but also the delivery services and these kind of things. Like especially in Germany, they really struggle because Germany forces them to actually pay uh, wages and not treat everybody as a um, contractor, mm -hmm. which essentially kills their business model because the profit margins are not high enough to actually pay people decently to do these kinds mm -hmm. of jobs so we don't have that here but yeah that's a different discussion yeah but how uh, how are you holding up now over there how is how yeah. getting more used to the remote work yeah in general like the switching to the summertime has killed my productivity this week I'm not sure why, but I've been sleeping horrible since we turned the clocks back an hour. 
What? Yeah, I completely messed up my kind of natural rhythm. And I've really noticed that that it, yeah, has I've struggled with uh sleep and then concentration and productivity a little bit. Mm. But other than that, yeah, it's going pretty well, I would say. Like I've adjusted to it from a work perspective pretty well, I would say. And then there's a lot of like time to f- spend on personal projects right now because I can't go out and can't yeah. do anything else. So it has been a little bit of blessing in disguise for my side projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I still hope that eventually I will be able to meet friends again and go for dinners. But yeah, I spent the last two weeks... For one week, I procrastinated pretty hard and tried to set up uh, a server with Terraform. Oh, really? And yeah, so my thinking was, so for this project I'm working on, I'll definitely need servers eventually. Would be really nice to get, in quotation marks, cheap servers. And I'm like personally a huge fan of DigitalOcean, and I despise AWS a little bit. So I was like, yeah. cool, let's set up like a DigitalOcean stack. Saw that Terraform actually has really nice support for DigitalOcean as a provider mm-hmm. and just started hacking. And the first goal was to set up a ghost block as like a public website for this project. And you can do that as a Docker container. So I was like, hey, cool, Docker makes probably sense to just set up like a Kubernetes cluster to run it as a service and have like all the nice benefits of Kubernetes. And that completely backfired. Um, Partially because I've not only started to look into like how Terraform works, and I also need to figure out how Kubernetes worked, and I was just too many problems at once. I thought I, you knew. I thought you knew Kubernetes. Um, no, I've only like played with it once or twice. I've never tried to actually run a service in Kubernetes. Mm. Uh, I've ran a lot of ser- like I've in my one of my past jobs. I ran. Or set up a lot of like Docker services, but that was still like bare bones. Um, the Elastic Container Service on AWS that was like pre Kubernetes. So ran into issues there, and then Terraform is really not working well with Kubernetes uh, to begin with. They just have completely different architectures that don't really mesh well together. So while it's theoretically possible to spin up a Kubernetes cluster from Terraform it's really, really hard to then configure and use it just because it's, yeah, it's a little bit of a mess. So I spent way too much time on that. In the end, gave up, went back to trying to use Terraform to set up a normal uh, virtual machine, mm-hmm. which went almost well, but then getting... So I tried really hard to use Cloud Init, like the user data, uh, that you can define in these cloud services to write a bash script that would install Ghost with like all dependencies and these kind of things. And that took me another like few days of banging my head against the wall because it just wouldn't work in one way or another. Like something would just always fail, or I would just not like I would just not pass one required param into like the Ghost install script or like these kinds of really really annoying things. And after having spent probably like three, four, five days working on this pretty intensely, I gave up, went into the DigitalOcean marketplace, clicked on the Ghost um, 
bundle they have, mm-hmm. selected the size of my droplet, clicked install, logged in via SSH, and within like two minutes had a block up and running. <laughs> so that was my first week. Um, was fun. Uh, there's still some stuff that I actually have in Terraform uh, still. So it has been really nice to <laughs> ironically use it to manage the GitHub organization that I set up and generate new repositories and these kinds of things because you can, for example, define like a template for how your um, pull request checks should look, like what is required, what is optional, can you have like, or what are your protected branches. Okay. And then it's been pretty fun to just use that to configure all the repositories. It's completely useless in a way because it saves me <laughs> probably like two minutes. But now I know like by heart what buttons I need to click. Yeah. But it's also fun to have it in there. And um, I could see that, especially should there ever be a team, it is nice to kind of manage SSH keys with it and these kinds of things and automate a little bit of this management. And then... I spent a lot of time trying to plan the next quarter and as kind of, yeah, the next step that came out of that, so to speak, is that I want to work on the Rust library for iRacing, the racing simulation that I spent like the most time with. Mm -hmm. Because that is like another really complicated technical challenge that I need to solve. At least like I don't know how to do it and it will require some trial and error to get it to work. Um, and I feel like it's important to prove that it's feasible before making like further, like working more on uh, transponder and like this tool that actually ties everything together in the end. So I have finished uh, first version of the Formula One API, and now iRacing is the second one. And if I get that to work, I think I am in a very good position to have proven kind of all the challenges for these integrations with the racing mm-hmm. simulations. And then I can focus on actually like building out the API and like answering all the um, yeah all my assumptions there and testing them. Yeah, great. Yeah. So, have you uh, have you posted anything on uh, on like forums and stuff like that about what you've done so far? No, not yet. I was briefly considering this for so this gets back to like the whole Terraform debacle. <laughs> the whole reason why I spent time trying to set up the ghost block was that I wanted to first build like a public website where I can link people to and say, hey, I created this library as part of like this bigger project. Come check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also thinking of enabling like um, uh, like start collecting email addresses, for example, from people there. Not yeah, with like one of around. those annoying pop-ups, but at least like with a box somewhere that says, hey, if you want to uh, get updates, feel free to drop your email address. Right. And I wanted to get that done before I go into any forums. The other part is that I've started, like I really wanted to try to get some more clarity on my planning for Q2 and what I want to do with the project to figure out like all of these, like or the order of steps that I want to take. Like I have some pretty good ideas of what it is that I want to do uh, in the next few months, but I wasn't really clear uh, or I wasn't sure in which order it makes the most sense to address them. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I wanted to kind of, yeah, organize like for myself a little bit and like get like a roadmap before I start engaging uh, in a broader discussion of, yeah, what I'm doing and how it will look. Yeah, I want to, yeah, I've 
been uh, looking into tools as well to organize myself a little bit more on planning and and everything as well. I've never been good at this. Oh, me neither. Organizing oh, myself. Now stop. Get out. Yeah, of I just want to say that's a lie. I'm actually so. <laughs> I also spent like the Terraform week was partially spent on Terraform and partially on figuring out Notion and giving that a try. How's it going with that? Um, I'm torn. I by now can really see how powerful it can be if you really. Um, so what I notice is the more stuff I try to put in, the more powerful it will get. And that is what scares me because I'm. On one hand, I would really like to have like all my personal and professional life in there in a way. But then, especially looking at the privacy policies, I really don't want to trust all that data to Notion. And I'm not sure if I'm just like very German here and uh, it's completely fine or if it's something to be, yeah, uh, it's like a valid concern. But that has had me thinking a little bit because since it's, yeah, kind of venture capital backed and it has like this super vague, like a few very vague um, statements in its privacy policy. Mm-hmm. I'm like not sure on like the long term. That's like my biggest fear that like long term, something might change about the service. And then what they say now is just like a precaution that I can do like third party integrations turns into like an excuse to misuse the data. Right. And yeah. There is a um, kind of a competitor coming out eventually, maybe, if ever, that tries to do this with like uh, an offline version and um, essentially like peer-to-peer um, networking to share data with a team, mm-hmm. but like in a fully offline and encrypted way. And that sounds really interesting, but it's also not there yet. So I don't know. I'll probably stay like dump more stuff into Notion and eventually it will be too hard to switch uh, and I will be locked in. But Yeah, I hadn't considered that. You are right, though. I think that would be the case. So what I noticed for myself is that, especially around like this planning, it's really nice, like the databases that they have. Uh, you can do really, really crazy workflows with that. And to plan a quarter, plan um, a sprint, have like my tasks in there, it, could actually be really, really nice. But that would also mean that it would know essentially everything about my like personal life or um, if I want to use it for like a business about my business. Mm-hmm. And that is something where I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if that's, yeah, if I want to do that, if I trust the tool that much that I'm willing to put all that data in. Would you, are you looking for something offline completely? No, so like, I've been thinking be about, for you no, so I've been thinking about this as well and kind of trying to figure out what is my actual like acceptance criteria here. Like if I don't like this, like what am I actually looking for? And I find it really hard to answer that question. Um, offline for me has the huge benefit that you're not dependent on a company to survive and run the service. and especially thinking about how this could be something. So I can really see how this could be something where I start developing really good workflows for myself to plan essentially the future. 
And it also means it would be really nice to have a tool that stays around for years or even decades to come. Um, yeah, true. I'm not sure yeah, if that's actually realistic in the IT world that we live in where stuff just constantly breaks. <laughs> but yeah. it's like consideration that I had and I'm not sure where I fall on this. I have to say I was... So one of the tools I'm actually contemplating, also because I read the Shape Up book, is Basecamp. Just to keep track of all your stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like maybe not so much for my personal life, but definitely for like the projects. Um, Shape Up has been super interesting as a read with really interesting ideas. And Basecamp implements those insanely well. So it might be a really good fit if you want to follow that methodology. And what I kind of like about them is that they have been running like the Basecamp 1 and Basecamp 2. They essentially just have been running for years. And if you don't want to migrate, then it's fine. And they'll just keep the tool running. They don't force you to migrate to a different tool or kind of take away access to what you have mm -hmm. and have a proven track record of like showing this behavior. So that's something where I feel like more confident to actually entrust them with that data and um, build workflows around that. Because I'm feeling confident that they would actually leave the tool up and running for, for a while. But yeah. yeah, I definitely think the quarterly planning is something we have to touch on in the next episode since Q2 started three days ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so for sure. No, yeah. I'm uh, I'm good with that. I would be good to hold me accountable, especially now. Uh, I definitely need more planning in my life now. <clears throat> I will definitely uh, bring that up the next next time. Yeah, I was actually yeah. I uh, so I uh, I'm on my own now. Left left my uh, left my previous job last week, and now I'm just doing full time freelancing. Oh yeah, so you do need to organize yourself. Exactly. So I was actually looking at like tools for, um, for keeping, uh, track of time. Oh, I have one for that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Give it to me. Cause I was, I was, uh, I was looking at it, but I, at first I was like, okay, I kind of don't want to pay. And I'm like, I'm looking for something free right now just to test it out. Cause I just want to test things out. And if it actually works out, then, and it actually is good. But uh, I was looking, there were some complete solutions, but nothing that was taking my breath away. Uh, it would be great to be able to manage everything in one place. So I actually had considered as well building something of my own, not for not for the public, but just for myself. Um, that goes so far, I think. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, from the research that I did and I did a lot of research into looking at them, I didn't find anything that, that I, uh, that I had in mind. Like I had one thing in mind where I'm like, this seems pretty, maybe I haven't found it yet. Yeah. Probably the case, but it doesn't seem like something complicated to do. So I would guess that the devil is in the details. There's like more functionality around this than is actually like visible. Maybe. But yeah. But send me the link of the one you got. But yeah, I've been, uh, Basecamp has been absolutely amazing. I've never tried it before this year and I am just using it a lot more. 
Oh, nice. Freaking great. So great. Let's um, make this a topic for next time. I'm curious to dive into this a little bit deeper. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Should we wrap it here and try yeah. our new 30-minute weekly format? Oh, yeah, let's do it. How, I'm still uh, trying to get the weekly in there. So let's see if we manage this time yeah. with like a shorter yeah, I think. Yeah, I think, like. that, uh, I think that with the 30 minutes, it'll, it will definitely make it more doable. A lot more doable. We, uh, we're now accountable for that. So, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did I just, did yeah. I just you, yeah. That's in the foot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Cool, man. Yeah. Then take care and talk next week. Yeah. See you, dude.